Hello and welcome back to the best podcast, your favorite podcast, the podcast that won't put you to sleep. I'm one of your hosts, Maddie. I'm Tori. And today we're talking about Happy Place. Ooh, 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 ooh. Only a couple weeks late. <laughs> Don't at us. All right. Don't at us. Uh, we know. We get it. We're doing our best. Um, And we're bring, we're giving you like two episodes a week. So like we're making As up we for catch it. Up for it. <laughs> we are making up for it. We're not letting you starve. Okay. We love you too much to let you starve. But um, I feel like I'm talking like quiet because I can really hear myself in the headphones. So I feel like it's like ASMR. <laughs> None of that Ew. this week. <laughs> um, before we get into everything and obviously the queen that em- Emily Henry is, do we want to start on our updates? Yeah. All right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. I well, have no idea what my updates are going to be. <laughs> Yours are easy. Uh, yeah, I guess. Cool. Okay. Um, I got new tattoos yesterday. I got three new tattoos, and um, I'm really, really happy with them. <clears throat> I got butterflies, and I got butterflies on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I got cherries on my arm, and then I got sparkles on like the back of my arm, like shoulder. Which my sister also has sparkles, so I kind of got it in honor of her because i told her i texted her and i was like hey i know you have sparkles on the back of your like arm on your shoulder would you care if i got something like i got my own set of sparkles she's like no it's like okay because you bring so much sparkle to my life and she's like oh stop i love her um and then on saturday i have another tattoo appointment i'm gonna get angel wings on the back of my other other um arm and i was talking to my mom about that one because you know i um i don't know if i told you it had like a lot of meaning Mm -hmm. to it so i was telling her about it and i don't know why i was thinking about it this morning but i think i'm actually gonna probably cry when i get it because i started crying whenever i was like thinking about it or like got really teary-eyed so i was like (laughs) i'm probably gonna cry the pain might help you not cry what do you mean like if you're focusing on like pain i feel like it's easier to not cry you know what i mean Oh, no, I was going to cry because it's sentimental. No, like you mean afterwards or like during it? After. Like whenever I see it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because of the sentimental meaning like behind it and stuff. I thought you meant like as she's tattooing you because like I knew it was going to be the sentiment. Like I didn't think it would be the the pain of it making you cry. But like for me, if I'm like about to cry for any reason, I'll like push my nails into my palm to focus on something else or my thigh okay so wattpad <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm sure you look at That's yourself so embarrassing but and then i'm sure you look at yourself and look at your blue orbs in the, <laughs> in the mirror <laughs> right oh that's funny your but red glossy it does hair. help to like not cry if you like pain put your like n- nail into like your skin or something I probably will just because it's um, not to be so like beating around the bush. The reason why I'm getting my um, angel wings is because it's there's a lot of meanings to it. But the main reason is on my 17th birthday, my grandpa passed away. 
so it's kind of like I consider him as my guardian angel and obviously my birthday is in almost a week and a half so it's the anniversary of his death and then also it's obviously my birthday so mm-hmm. it's just a very emotional time I talked to my mom today at lunch because I just missed her and I was like call me whenever you're at lunch and she was like I actually was really I'm really excited for you to get it I want you to send me a picture right as you get it she's like I'm probably gonna cry too because I was telling her about it and she's like I think it has such a really beautiful meaning that you're getting like a tattoo and like commemorating her dad mm-hmm. basically so or I mean my grandpa so but I was like yeah so I'm excited though for it um we are having basically my birthday early um Mm -hmm. with the girls on saturday we're having like a little craft night because i'm so excited for that it's so cute um and then tomorrow we're going to barton yeah oh we went to barton oh and then sunday i went to this like sound bath thing like meditative breathing exercise yoga class it was amazing i Shout out to Rachel for, like, asking me to go, and I really, really enjoyed it, and I, like, was able to, like, see colors, like, in my sound bath. It was, I know that sounds crazy, but for real, I was able to see colors, and, like, it was so cool, and really actually did reset me for the week, because I felt, like, very relaxed going into Monday. Um, I told Rachel I'm going to come with you guys, too, next time. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be able to come next week, but I thought about going. We could go, since it's a free class, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Martha, Marta said that she was probably going to go too. Oh, yeah. She was there yesterday. Well, we haven't seen her in forever. Yeah. So we can definitely still go. Cool. But anyways, what are your updates? My updates are, let's see. Tomorrow we are going to Barton and I'm really glad we're going to Barton because it's a blue moon, full moon. And a blue moon means it's like closer to the earth by like thousands of miles. And also... There's two full moons in a month, which is like really big. So it's really good for manifesting. Oh, and I thought all of us are going to be there. So why don't we just manifest like a little circle? I thought that swimming and Barton under a full moon, what could be better for manifesting than that? Yeah. Stop. You're making me like risk getting an infection in my fucking tattoos. I don't think you would. It's so small that like. The thing is, though, is like. I would feel better if it was a pool because it has all the fucking chemicals and shit in it. Oh, see, that'd be worse in my opinion. You think so? Yeah. I don't think so because I feel like because there's that algae, that brain-eating algae or whatever. Not brain-eating. It was poison algae, but there was also somebody who also got an amoeba from, like, Barton. Was it from Barton? I thought it was from Barton. I could totally be... Making shit up. <laughs> you totally could be. I, but I, I mean, don't know. I mean, that's not. I mean, you can just put your te- feet in. It's still going to be great. I just like get the, get, cup the water and put it in my head. <laughs> Do like a <laughs> baptism. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though, I think it's going to be very good. Like night for us to go. Well, I wish I fucking had Saniderm because I could put it back on. Like if I just got in for like two minutes and did like a lap and then came back, I'm sure we'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Especially like, I mean... And you can get in up to, like, it's on your shoulder. So, it's not like you can't get almost all the way in if you just sit on the stairs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Hopefully, there's just not that giant group there again. Oh my taking up the whole Well, there was that stairs. little, like, other stair, little stairwell. It was a little bit more steep. Yeah. But I could sit on that. That one's just a ladder. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, Barton tomorrow. Friday, I have an elopement in downtown Austin, which Isn't I'm really excited so about. Exciting. I'm so excited for you. 
it's um I'm super happy too that you're being able to do something that's more your speed on wedding stuff yeah i'm really excited for that and then on saturday morning i have a sunrise session where i'm doing engagement oh, yeah. photos i forgot you told me that yeah for a couple and we're gonna go to like a museum that's in austin but we're not going into the museum. We're just going around the museum, like outside, which I was like, damn it, an, a museum shoot would literally be fucking so cool. That would be cool. Um, But then they had their first date at a bakery down the street, so we're going to walk to the bakery when they open as Stop. well. Yeah. So it should be pretty fun. And I don't know what else I'm doing this weekend, but yeah. Okay, pick a photo out of that one. Sorry, we're also, we're doing double duty well, right now. let's do that after. Never do now. Okay. Well, While let's online. do that after. <laughs> let's do it online. Why not? Which one do you like? Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay so we took, a, we took a picture of us, like, about to record, and we're going to post it on Instagram. Yeah, because, like, you know, Pixar didn't fucking happen, right? Sounds cute. Your face is kind of like... <laughs> like... You want this one? Like, uh... <laughs> Uh, it's giving I me the sad girl from I look Inside Out. <laughs> you're like, oh. <laughs> like the little sad eyes. Oh, you're envy then. The, you're the green one. <laughs> I like that one. Just because you're a green hat. That's it. Oh, man. That's funny. Are you sure? Because I look like, I look scared. We can take it. We can choose it. I mean, if you like I just that like one. picked one and I was like, oh, that's not terrible. You know, you could pick one and then you could pick another one and then another one and then I could put three. Oh my goodness. We could do like a little collage thingy. Right? I don't know. Oof, that's rough. Oh, did I tell you about fucking work? No, what? I I, I thought I did. I may have not have, but my work put out a like a new policy that Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our work from home. So like before I had a work from home like schedule from on Mondays and Fridays. That's those were the days that I worked from home and then I ended up moving to Monday, Wednesday, Friday because um the office that I had I had to kind of like give up temporarily to one of our like summer intern associates that were coming in just because our office is so big. <laughs> you choose. I don't really care. Do you like this one? Okay. I don't really look great in any of them. Shut up. No, I haven't washed my hair in like a week. So I'm wearing Bitch, a hat. Your hair is. A, yes. It was like, it's in a hat. It looks cute. So I look bald under that hat. No, you do not. And also, I'm not wearing any makeup. Neither. Yeah, but you have dark lashes and dark features. I have blonde lashes, so it looks like I'm a naked fucking mole rat. Okay? You're, you're, I can see your eyebrows right now. They're not that blonde. They're not that blonde. They really are. They're blonde, but they're not that blonde. They're very blonde. Have you seen my dad's eyebrows? My dad's eyebrows are a shadow on his forehead, and he's, he's dark skin and dark eyed. I, I'm telling you, once you look my at it now. My mom looks like she has no eyebrows. No offense, mom. I, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> I, I told my dad, I was like, dad, you got shadows for eyebrows. And he's like, what? And I was like, he's got, a lot, like, it's not even like a lot of hair. It's just real thin. And it's really, 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 really light. Like, yeah, my mom basically. And my dad is the it. darkest in our family. So just give you context. Anyways. Oh, we're so cute. After our like little meltdown, they were like, "Do we like this?" <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was home in Wisconsin, everyone's like, "You're so tan, you're so tan." I'm like, "Really? I feel so pale compared to everyone in Texas." They're like, "I feel like I've barely been outside lately." 
Really? Because it's so hot. Mm. I know. Well, I was talking to John today, and he was like, why don't y'all go to the pool? Like, y'all have been going to the pool this, like, summer. I was like, dude, we just don't have time. Like, mm. we've been we've been really busy this summer. People have been going all in different directions. Yeah, I need to stop being so fucking busy. Yeah, you and me both beach. And we're not going to stop. <laughs> I know. Literally, my next six months are busy i mean think about it like, until february or january essentially sorry excuse me so like think about it this weekend we have my birthday thing <coughs> excuse me sorry i feel like i have like phlegm in the back of my throat hot <sighs> i know um so we have my birthday thing my mm-hmm. ne- next weekend is my actual birthday mm-hmm. weekend after that what do you have a wedding um, weekend after that, my mom is in town. Mom is in town. Ooh, and then the weekend after that, I have nothing. And I'm going to keep it that way. Oh, my God, yes. What if we just, like, relax at the pool? Yeah, I'm so down. Okay. Then the weekend after that, though, I am I think I have a going dove hunting with Aaron. Is that the last weekend of September? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the weekend after that is New Mexico. <laughs> and then the weekend after that is ACL. And then the weekend after that, I'm in Houston. And then after that, I have nothing. <laughs> and well, that weekend also that you're in Houston, that's whenever LA comes down. Oh, from yeah. Australia. Right. God, my life is such a mess. It is. But also, like, I love that I've gotten very used to having stuff, like, to do. So now, like, the weekends that we don't have anything, I actually, like, really cherish the fact that we can just chill. Yeah. It's like it's, it's it is a high class like first world problem that we have so much one hundred percent or high class problem sort of thing first high class high class <laughs> <laughs> ew that was gross <laughs> anyway I'm a high class woman dun, 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 dun. <laughs> get it. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about this book now? I want to talk about this book. All right. So if you have not listened or you have, what? Have you have not listened and or read the book, go read it. Um, it's a really great one. Emily Henry does her magic again, honestly. Um, she is a powerhouse in romance, just like, you know, Tessa Bailey and... Allie Hazelwood. Allie Hazelwood. And um, what there's a, there's a bunch that just know by name that are just failing me right now. Lucy Score. Lucy Score. She is nuts to butts with how much she pumps out. Did you just did you just say nuts to butts? Yes. Ew. I know. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Ew. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I've been really on some cringy sayings lately, and I don't know why. It's because you're 28 and a half. Your half birthday's coming up. I don't know why you just said that to me. I'm like, <laughs> really angry at you. <laughs> I'm like really angry. That'd be so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're almost 27, bitch. I know. You're 28 and a half. I'll throw up. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, what are we going to... Oh, anyways, yeah. If you <laughs> we're, we're giggling today. <laughs> are we today. ever going to start this episode? <laughs> Probably yeah, I don't know. Um, Basically, spoilers are going to happen. So, like, go listen or read the book and then come back. Okay, love you so much. Um, what do you got? Are you? Uh, I'm sorry, I love you. Oh, I'm not mad. I know. I literally already forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> the plus side of me having a terrible memory is I already forgot. I think you have like sometimes there are some things that you like, and I have this too. There are some subjects where like 
we're like squirrels and we're just like like it just kind of was like okay we get over it really quick and then other things i'm like i'm gonna remember that till i die like mm. i'm taking that one to the grave but anyways okay what do you have what do i have oh my goodness I listened to this book like weeks ago already. I know. You listened to this book super early. Yeah. I should have. Well, well, let we, me let me rephrase. She listened to this on time and I did not. <laughs> so. I was going to say, well, actually, I did listen to this on the correct schedule. I should have re-listened to it. Okay, I bought the beach. book on audio. I bought it too. I ended, up buying, what? I ended up buying it because I had the Audible credit. So instead of having to use yours, because I know you use yours so frequently. And then sometimes. But mine, I wasn't using it because I knew I know, you were listening. But also at the same time, you're account i've tried using it and sometimes it just like will exit me out it'll like kick me out well it does that for me too when i log into yours but you just re-log in yes i re-log in <laughs> and like i'm there for five minutes and then it kicks me out again so oh. i don't know it's not enough like mine would only kick me out if i like exited out and i went into other apps or something no i like i don't know what was going on hmm. so i was just like you know what I will just buy the book because I have. I thought I didn't have a credit, but I did. Mm. So that's what I did. Um, Audible should really rethink how much they charge people because it's kind of robbery. It's ridiculous. $15 for a book to listen to it for recording for voice. (laughs) (laughs) For voice. (laughs) For voice. And we give you this shit for free. We're never going to get through this episode. <laughs> okay. It's been over a week since we recorded. We've had a lot of energy to expel. I guess. God damn. Okay. So there's three best friends in college and we're talking mm-hmm. about Harriet, mm-hmm. who her happy place is the lake where she went to with her three best friends. Why do we like books with lakes? I'm sensing because a trend. it's romantic. Romantic. <laughs> romantic. Honestly, this one was romantic because it was in Maine and I was in Maine in June and I thoroughly 110% agree with all of the things that they said about Maine. So I yes, it is a happy place. There. It's a happy place and all of the fucking lobster and the blueberries. Also did not know that like 99% of the blueberries that we get in this continental United States comes from Maine. But you know, fun fact, there you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> did not know that, but I love the little tidbits that were like, it's like a main blueberry, because apparently that's a thing. Anyways, thanks <laughs> for that. Thank you for that. <laughs> okay, um, so her home life is not that, like, great of an example of, like, a good relationship, and her sister and her aren't close, because I really resonated with her sister <laughs> Yeah. in the sense of uh, you're kind of like the whirlwind child that would, like, scream in fights, and then... Harriet was kind of like my little sister to me because she would just kind of like be like, oh, my God, everyone's fighting. I don't know what to do. And then she just like would just be quiet, watch people ignore things and then Mm -hmm. go back to normal, which unfortunately that kind of is my family's style. So I felt like this is a very relatable story to me. Mm. Um, I definitely as the older child, I was always a good one. Cameron was a little bit more. um, I don't want to say problematic. She just was she had a lot more emotions than I did. And she had a lot more like. She had bigger emotions than she could handle because she was experiencing anxiety. And as a as we were growing up, we just thought she was a bad kid more mm-hmm. than anything or just like a disruptive kid. Um, but the thing is, is, she was never bad in school. It was always at home. <coughs> oh, oh, you Sorry. good? You good? My shit got caught on the mic. OK, you're good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I was the opposite. And mm. I don't think. 
honestly don't really i feel like whenever we got into trouble and stuff just because we didn't get into trouble that often it was mainly mainly more like discipline this is just my view i think my sister has a very different view and she'll tell you something completely different because she got disciplined obviously way more often than i did and i don't know if my parents ever were like this is the reason why you're getting disciplined other than just like being disciplined if that makes sense Mm. so or talking it out or stuff anyways but i this book made me like i loved it but i also hated it at parts oh my god the way i literally at every given second was like oh my god they're gonna get back together oh my god no they're not oh my god they're gonna get back together oh my god they're not and i had so much anxiety it was like a freaking roller coaster it honestly was like edging the entire time yes oh my god literally and i kind of was getting over it by the end i was like i know i was like okay we have got to fucking communicate a little bit here people this is like the worst like the best but worst communication trope like best Mm -hmm. in the sense that it was like they still were trying to communicate but it just was like just really no they weren't they were assuming so much about each other yeah they just like how did you last in a relationship for eight years they were like tiptoeing around each other the entire time and just trying to like read each other's minds the entire time yeah because he's like i don't want to be a burden and like both of them didn't want to be a burden to each other but then they ended up being a burden to each other Mm mm-hmm which I felt like, come on, I felt like the part where like he was dealing with the grief of his father mm-hmm. and like she didn't want to worry him anymore. So she just like kept it all to herself. And then he was like, she doesn't care anymore. Like, I felt like that aspect of it was so real. Like oh, people yeah. internalize their grief so much like that. It was like all the stuff before and after that. I was like, how are you no, miscommunicating sure. this poorly? No, I definitely agree. I feel or like communicating the, this poorly, I should say. Yeah. I definitely agree with that because like I really liked how they portrayed like the conflict of like not wanting to put more grief and like thinking of your partner first, but also not putting yourself first either mm-hmm. and voicing like just because something happens like a death in the family, like it is traumatic, but you also don't stop being a person. Like, mm-hmm. of course you have to take care of your partner too, but you also are still allowed to have feelings and also be able to voice that to your partner. Yeah. I was mad at both of them. Oh, equally I was, yes. for their bullshit. Yes. And not only that, I was like, you need to also have a partner. Like if it's a healthy relationship, your partner will welcome the fact that like you are still coming to them with their, like their issues too. Mm-hmm. And it might take them off their own like grief. Off, yeah, Exactly. And also, Out of their own grief. why not come to them with, like, non-issues first and exactly. just talk about your life and then bring up, like, smaller issues and work up to it. And you can say, are you able to handle this right now? Again, Wh- Where's your mind space at the moment? Like, because yeah. maybe some days they couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, <clears throat> speak to each other. I mean, there are times where, like, I'll tell this to Melanie and Allie. Excuse me. Ew. I'm so sorry. I didn't hear anything. I heard it. It was <laughs> real quiet. I'm so sorry. I burped. <laughs> I know. Sometimes I'll tell Melanie and Allie. I was like, hey. Sometimes I'll text them and I'll be like, do you guys have like the emotional capacity? Especially if I know that they've had like a really bad day at work or like a really like hard week at work or something's going on. I was like, I will like sometimes preface. Be like, hey, do you have a second? I need to like kind of dump. And then some of it might be like emotionally like a lot because I have a lot. It was like, are you cool to handle that? Mm-hmm. And most of the time they say yes and then there's been a few times where like i'm actually having a really shit day too can we talk about something else 
before and like lead up to it or are they like um i need a, like a few hours or i need like you know a day or something she's like mm-hmm. if we can if you want to go watch like a movie together or something we'll do like the netflix party sometimes so there are different avenues mm-hmm. but that's also just communication style you know again like what you said it's healthy communication but yeah. that's hard to get sometimes which also let's just talk about how Harriet and Wynn were broken up for five months and she did not tell her two best friends. She, I, that is like what, de- like, I'm the sorry, second, but the second, second it would someone, happen, the second it would happen. I'm on the phone with yeah. all of my closest people. Crying. And I'm like, we already know. We're already on the way. Like, I have the sixth sense. I'm in the car. I have ice Literally. cream with me. Like, it's, I was like, this is it. You're shitty, my dick. <laughs> you're <laughs> shitty, my dick. I, I was just like, how? Shitty, my dick. shook. Oh I my know. God. How do you keep that? Like, how? The thing is, is like, I will say this now. Like, for me, like, to know that, like, I have a friend, like, a good, like, trusting relationship and a friend is being able to run to you when things like that happen. And you being like, tell me everything. Yeah. yeah. And, like, trusting you with, like, that kind of stuff. I hate when, like, sometimes I feel like there are times in my life and like past rela- like friendships and stuff that they'll hide things until like after it's happened because they're embarrassed or they're scared that like something isn't going to come out and the outcome that they want. Mm-hmm. And I feel sometimes so slighted by that because I'm like, why didn't you come to me? Like, especially like if you're going through like, I don't know, trying to get a job or something when, or like going through a, a really hard class and you like didn't tell me or, you know, I'm just giving scenarios I'm not saying that yeah. this is like any specific like thing to me, but like, something like that where you like felt like you had to keep that so internalized and like didn't want to share it I was like I'm sure that was so hard feeling like you had you felt like you had to do this yourself like Mm -hmm. by yourself so um and then that her friend essentially was like doing this like engagement slash surprise wedding just to bring Wynn and Harriet back She's together basically like a parent trapping but like <laughs> not I'm like okay this is real life <laughs> just yeah. kidding it's not his book so we can't talk about this but but it's very it's set very realistically like it's supposed to be like yeah. a very realistic like interpretation of friends like growing apart and like just like the ebb and flows of friendship after mm-hmm. like becoming an adult yeah friendship is hard especially when you friendship move away from each other I know, like, there was one of the things that I was kind of worried about whenever we graduated from Texas A&M and Melanie and Allie, like, Allie moved back to San Antonio and Melanie moved up to Oklahoma because she was in law school. And, um, you know, and then, like, a year later, Allie was in Massachusetts or in Boston. Mm -hmm. And then we were all in three different states for a little while. And that was hard. Because not only that, Melanie was in law school, so, like, she hardly had a life. We got to see her maybe, I think, twice a year at that Mm -hmm. point, sometimes once a year, just because she was just so busy, like, always working, and, like, she didn't feel like she'd come down for stuff, and then, of course, she would have to, like, work for school and stuff, so sometimes she wasn't able to, like, fully enjoy herself. So, it was hard, but, like, every single day, we tried to text each other, and I still, like, we talk almost every day, if not once or twice a day. I love them. Love you. <laughs> love you, Ali. Love you, Melanie. 
Um, I liked her friend who she was like, I wish I I couldn't. I can't remember the names off the top of my head. Sabrina is the main one that's trying to get them all together. Chloe is Chloe, 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 Chloe. How she was like, she never does anything she doesn't want to do. She states her boundaries. She says no. And then she sticks to it. And I'm not Mm -hmm. like that person. And I was like, I'm not like that person either. But I wish I was. That sounds like a very cool person. Yeah. But also at the same time, like. It can be like what ends up being, you know, the conflict at the very end is that she does what she does. She wants everybody else to follow suit. Are you talking about Sabrina? Chloe. Are you talking about Chloe? Yeah. Chloe like sets a boundary. And so she was like, sorry, not everyone always wants to do what you want to do. Okay. Sorry. 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 I thought you were saying that like Chloe was saying that about Sabrina. I was like, I couldn't remember. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, was confusing that's okay no i loved whenever chloe said that she is like dude you can't just expect that everybody's just gonna follow you like behind like little ducklings and like everybody's gonna want your plan Mm -hmm. it was like you're forcing things you're forcing us to like just all be friends and the same type of friend that we started out as and like i think that is one key thing to like maintaining your friendships is that things are going to change but you have to lean into it and always be there like don't change yourself but like Things are just going to change in life. Like they're going to like your friends are going to experience things in life that you may not be like witness to. But at least like if you stay in touch, like you're still going to like know of and be a part of in that way. It's just not you're not going to have like a firsthand account about of everything anymore. So um, <clears throat> I did think, however, Chloe was shitty when she like canceled Sabrina's trip to the farm like a week before they were supposed to go. Oh, uh-huh. Sabrina was going to go visit or whatever. I'm like, you can cancel a trip, but you can't do it a week before. Like, no, yeah, especially, I guess, like... When you're, like, agreeing to something with your friend and you, like, make that kind of plan, like, that's yeah. something I mean, there that's kind of shitty to pull out of. Did she just... I can't remember. Did she just pull... Like, did she just cancel just to cancel kind of out of the blue? No, she, she, it was, like, um, she was, like, overwhelmed. And I don't know if she had just found out she was pregnant or like they were trying to be get pregnant or whatever Mm -hmm. it was um but i don't know i just was like that part rubbed me a little bit the wrong way but that was like the only thing yeah but also at the same time you have to kind of give your friends like the benefit of the doubt especially like if they don't do that very often well I think the reason Maybe I don't Sabrina didn't the give her the this. benefit of the doubt was because she felt like everyone was pulling away and she was the only gotcha. one putting effort in. Yeah. And then everyone was bailing or canceling or not responding. And she was like, what the fuck? I like yeah, have this plan. Bit, she had a, she made a very valid point at the end. All of them had very valid points. Right, right. Except for Harriet. I don't really see Harriet had a very valid one either. So the, I feel like she was just, she was, was just, just so quiet and so like so much of a, emotional that one no maturity. i thought she was just so much of a pushover too like she just wanted everything to be peaceful mm-hmm. all the time she was a peacekeeper she was because that's like, what she, she did at home right as she just never had like an opinion of yes i want this or no i don't want that or like feeling like she couldn't get involved whenever the other two like kind of like bickered a little bit mm-hmm. or like were discussing things and they didn't agree like yeah but Serena had a very good point. Like, she's like, if this, if I didn't follow up, I would feel like this friendship would, like, dissolve into something else. Because you guys don't put any effort. And I'm mm-hmm. still trying to, like, keep us together. And I feel like I'm, like, you know, pulling, like, grasping at straws sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not being able to, like, contact you. You're not following up. Like, 
or you're not helping me plan these things and like that feels very one-sided in a like in a friendship and you can't have that like that's one thing that I know like with Allie and Melanie and I like when we're all you know planning trips and stuff that we each have our role I think Mm -hmm. (laughs) like Melanie and I or Melanie makes the uh, itineraries and then Allie helps with like making sure that like we have places to stay or whatnot and then I honestly am just like but I also I think help with peacekeeping too like between everybody and like making sure that we're all happy everybody's good to go you know we have the car we like we just trade off on things too so it's just balance Mm -hmm. wow we just looked at each other (laughs) for a whole second I was waiting for you to say something you're just like I was making sure you were finished you're like talking about what you're talking about Oh, sorry. Okay, so we find out that Wynn's mom is in Wyoming, and that's where he is, and he moved there to help her after his dad's death because she has Alzheimer's and, like, she can't live alone anymore, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's I got... I she had cancer, not Alzheimer's. No, not cancer. It's, uh, it's not, like, it's, like, early stages of Alzheimer's, I believe. Oh. I thought she had cancer. I don't think because so. Because she was getting Am I high. misremembering it? Because she's getting high on the on the thing. She, I didn't think she had I, cancer. I think it's cancer. Is it really? I think it's cancer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I kind of, I'm almost, po- I think it is. Hold on. Did I really write down the wrong fucking thing? Did Wynn's mom in Happy Place have cancer? If I wrote down the wrong thing, I'm going to feel like a fucking moron. Does it when Oh fuck the I we got static. Ooh, that messed with my headphones for a second. Did it, is it better? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Intermission. While we figure this out. God damn! I we need a new one so bad. My headphones are like going in and out. It's freaking I know. me out. Hold on. Hold oh, on, guys. Now, uh, there we go. Oh, are we good? I don't know. Are we good? <laughs> this is terrible. We're doing it live. <laughs> um, Let me look. Let me look. You look that up, and I'm going to say another point that I was thinking about. Okay. That the lake and then the dual POV was giving Carly Fortune, for sure. Oh, for sure. But I, I'm a sucker for it every time, so I didn't mind it because I loved it. And I love when we get insight to, like, the past of people and we're not just, like, second-guessing or getting tidbits through their mind, but, like, the actual story. Will you fix my headphone? Because only half of it is. Mine is, too. That's better. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then... So it's a second chance romance. I was like writing all my little notesies down. I was like, Avi, he is still in love. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, whoa. And then they go out for one of their first nights and she's wearing like the breakup dress essentially, which is like her hot dress yeah. to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, girl. Yes, yes girl. <laughs> um, and she's like, Oh, wait, was that the first night or was that the second? Because it was the first night when they went swimming in the pool. Yes. The first night was when mm-hmm. they went swimming in the pool. And they have to, like, pretend to be together. Yes. So their friends because aren't everybody, suspect. Cause, yeah, because nobody knows that they broke up. And 
they're like kissing in a pool and then they come back and she's she gets blackout drunk she doesn't remember the next day and she's like did you bring the rodeo shirt is my favorite one like i have to have it and he's like yes baby i brought it for you and i was just like screaming crying throwing up i need to know i still can't find it hold on oh she goes i love this shirt and he goes i know baby that's why i brought it you're shitting me you're shitting me i'll throw up also it's so good (laughs) um when he keeps saying we're not friends just like he did before they started dating he's like we're not friends here we're not friends i'm like i love a man who knows what he wants and he's gonna fucking say it i know and is unapologetic but unapologetic about it Mm mm-hmm like since day one the fucking first moment they met he was like oh you're it essentially um let's see the flashbacks of them like living together and like becoming best friends and like how no one notices (laughs) that they're like falling in love with each other yeah i was like y'all are not observant i don't think did you find it yet? Maddie is still looking up at the moment. I'm still looking. At, she has cancer. She does? Yes, it's cancer. Because I just looked it up and it's like, why does Wynn and, uh, Wynn's mom have cancer in happy place? How did I write down the wrong thing? Maybe I was watching a show that someone had it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Let me, does, let me, let me just, does Wynn's mom in Happy Place have cancer? We're getting to the bottom of this, you Um, keep, keep them entertained. Okay. I'm going to keep y'all entertained. Okay. She thinks he's nesting, but maybe he, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he starts buying things for his house in Wyoming, essentially. Like he buys an architecture book and then Mm -hmm. they're like talking about a coffee table or something like that. Right. A coffee table book. Yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. And she's like, why is he nesting? Does he have a new apartment with a new girlfriend? Like, is he, does he have a baby? Is she, is she pregnant? She like, is going down the hole. Which, to be fully fair, I would do the exact same fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, like, that that's just woman sleuthing, like, one-on-one because without having to, like. Because if he never bought that stuff is, for their apartment that is and now intuition. he's doing it. That is intuition. Girls find everything out. They, they do. They know too much. Don't you... To all those boyfriends out there and girlfriends who feel like that they can, like, hide shit from their significant other, if you are dating a woman, you, you're you not winning. No, never. Um, they freaking um, get stuck in the cellar together. Mm-hmm. And then they make out. Because they made out there once before, like right before they started dating or something, right? Yeah. When they were like playing hide and go seek with all their friends or whatever. Dude, she has cancer. I, I, it, I'm serious. I'm so fucking for real. I can't find it on right now, but she, I'm sure she has I'm gonna cancer. I'm going to look in the book tonight. 
because I need I, to know. Because she because they talk about how do you remember that Wynn talks about tells Harriet that when they take the gummy together, the little like mm-hmm. little wee gummy that he's done weed with his mom because it helps her with the pain and also being able to eat and like through Yes, but it's I, cancer. I swear she didn't have cancer. No, it's cancer. Why would she why would they do gummies if she has Alzheimer's? If she has other pain. But I'm not I'm gonna look it up tonight. I swear to cancer. God, I would not have written Alzheimer's out of nowhere. <laughs> There's no way I did that. I know I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. <laughs> it's cancer. I'm not that dumb. I'm not saying you're dumb. I know you're not, but I'm saying I'm dumb if I wrote that and it's not true. I think you're watching a different show. There's no way. There's no way. Okay, anyways. okay. Anyways, after that, they get stuck in the cellar. Um, that's the night that she wears the red dress. Yes. Out when they go to the bar. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. she's like sitting on his lap and like, go riding on him. I know. And he's like trying not to be like affected by it, but he is. Duh. Obviously. The love of your life is sitting on your lap and you're not going to do nothing about it? No. Literally. No. Um, uh, God damn it. I should have re-listened to this book because I was like, <clears throat> what? Oh yeah. So Harriet keeps saying, I don't want to let him know that he's hurting me because I want to seem strong. Right. Right. And I think the entire time when was looking for her like emotion sh- from her. Right. 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 But what I said was. I am not that bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to be strong. I'm, I'm going to let that person know that they fucking hurt me and hope that they fucking hurt because they hurt me. I'm going to be like, you fucking destroyed my heart. You I'm know, gonna, good piece of shit. I'm gonna How could you do this to yours, me? yours, bitch. Literally, literally. So I don't know if Harriet's a better person than me for that or Honestly, what, I wouldn't but say like, I mean, it's just is how you like show. I guess, because, like, I get it. Also, like, you want to be strongly and nothing, like, phases you. But also, like, we're in, like, the age of 2023 where, like, emotions are, like, emotions. And we are fully, like, understanding the spectrum and, like, being accepting of the spectrum of it. So, I'm going to be, like, I'm fucking upset. Or. I'm going to get you back. Or what you do. I'm going to look hot as shit while doing it. Or what you do is you show the hurt, but only enough that, like, they know that you're wounded, but you still act strong, you know? You only show them, you only show them, and then you go back and you're, like, make them, like, think they're crazy because mm -hmm, then you, like, mm -hmm, act, mm -hmm. like, normal. You act normal, but you show, like, a little bit of hurt so they know that, like... Only behind closed doors and you're, like, fuck you, you're the worst thing ever, and then he's, like, I love you so much. (laughs) Switch it up. I just would not, I'd, like, Harriet. Yeah. Pushing the hurt down and not letting anybody see. I'm not like that. I'd be, like, everyone's gonna see. (laughs) Everybody's gonna see. And everyone's gonna know what you did. Let's see. My phone is literally at 3%. I have no idea how it got to that low, but, you know, whatever. It's Because you have the iPhone 11. Shut up, okay? Shh. <laughs> it's gotten me through a lot. Okay. I'm going to get a new phone soon. We're going to fight. <laughs> That's all I just said. <laughs> Let's go. I'll knock you out. <laughs> Your photo is not in a good place right now either. No, it's not. None of my that, cameras. Honestly, work. that makes me really sad. Yeah, because me too. I like you'd have to get the entire thing like. 
The thing is, it's like the cameras are not broken. I know. It's, it's just the it's sensor. It's just the sensor that Can you put the, keep it at like a little piece over the sensor? Oh, maybe. So like a little paper? It's like trying to focus in and out constantly. Maybe I could. I don't know. I don't know. I should would, really just go to the store and be like, That's can also you true. fix this and or get, just get me a new phone? That's also... Maybe because we, go to, maybe I we just go together. We have AT&T, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go together. We can go this weekend. It's a date. Because uh, I don't think I can last without my camera for this long. Yeah. Unfortunately, it is the most important part of my phone. Well, that, I mean, you partially use it for work, too. You know? That's true. Because I'm on socials. Bro, this thing is like, it's eating at me. I'm going to find it in writing. What we'll do is we'll look it up tonight, and then on the next podcast, we'll reveal the answer <laughs> so you'll have to listen to the next episode which is firekeeper's daughter which maddie has not listened to already either <laughs> you guys were kind of a disaster tonight <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be called out anyways um <laughs> I, w- I also wrote down when they told each other i love you it was like so sweet like they're holding each other and like they i know then they Im- he immediately calls like a family meeting and is like we're in love we're dating I and know. it's so and, they, and everybody's like worried they're like what the fuck is going on and then they're literally like okay and then they pop a bottle of champagne they're like yay finally like it's all so precious i like i'm gonna look on libby right now for firekeeper oh stars um because you're you're making me feel bad. You're making me feel like a loser. <laughs> I, guys, the tables have turned. I'm being bullied. <laughs> For once in how many episodes? I'm being bullied. Okay. I'm the victim. That's dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I am the victim. <laughs> <clears throat> And then I wrote, um, could this end with her just moving on? I will be devastated. Honestly, because okay. I was constantly back and forth about it. I was no, like, they're going to end up together. No, they're not. I, there was so many times during this book that I was like, they're not going to end up together. They're like, Emily Henry is going to be like, this is like the realistic, like part of life. And like, yes. they're not going, it's not going to be a happy ending. I think it would have rioted. If Emily Henry ever writes a book where they don't end up together, it will be soul crushing. Oh, mm-hmm. because of the way she writes her novels and how invested you get. They talk about it all the time, how they're like, oh, or like people who leave reviews that Emily Henry has such a like poetic way of how she writes her like books. But mm-hmm. so not so much like it's not so poetic that it's all airy and stuff, but it just like adds to the story in such a perfect it just, way. It cuts through like the the fluffies you know <laughs> the fluffies the fluff and it gets like the to fluffies. the heart of it cut through the fluffies mm-hmm. stop like she we need to put that on a on a hat the fluffies. <laughs> shut up um and it's like a cloud because the uh, with a knife it, it reminds me oh of God. like <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to speak and maddie is over here like merch idea <laughs> i'm having a conniption because like my brain is like going I'm like hold on the design is forming in my head literally they're not gonna be able to follow this podcast at all <laughs> they're gonna be like so what's happening i know i've been doodling more so now like that muscle is kind of like reawakened a little bit anyways keep going <laughs> so sorry <laughs> <laughs> what 
What? What do you want? It's like ADHD <laughs> mega right now. <laughs> it's like Take, squirrel. It takes one to know one. Shut up. <laughs> we already knew that. You're new. just having a moment at the mo- we, at the moment. We've been new. Um. Anyways, love you so much. <laughs> My brain froze. Derail you. <laughs> the blue wheel of death or the spinning wheel of death on the mat. This, That's the, what happened. The spinning beach ball of death. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You just buffered. I did. I really, really did. Um, When he says, in every universe, it's you for me, even if it's not me for you. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, he was here go off <laughs> okay he is giving major hosier vibes he is i just like how all of her characters i feel like are just all of the men are so broody and like snarky and they're just kind of like they're quiet but they're like a strong quiet i don't know like i can't describe it in any other way but like that strong masculine quiet mm-hmm. but not overly masculine that it's like they're, overbearing ugh. they're very secure they're just they're very secure in who they are, mm-hmm. and I think I, I think I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like that. I think so. I really like that. Um, yeah, I would suck my teeth on that one. Oh my! I'm done. I'm I'm done for tonight. <laughs> We're done. Put the headphones down. <laughs> Take the headphones off. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. God. Anyways, where was I? <laughs> oh. Um, how Harry is always waiting for things to go wrong. She's a warrior. Mm-hmm. Like 24 seven. Mm-hmm. It's mentioned over and over. I feel like and that makes again. her a very like anxious, very like, um, very, uh, what is it? Skittish kind of person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm, I'm kind of imagine her a little bit like as a deer, like in that sense. Mm-hmm. That she's always just waiting for it to like, for the shoe to drop. Just like on the tip of her toes. Yeah. You know, something to always go wrong. Which, I mean, I think because her household was, like, an anxious household. Yeah. That's the reason why. Let's talk about when they finally freaking kiss and they're about Mm. to have sex in the car and then they don't. I was like... Again, (laughs) a lesson (laughs) on edging. Yeah. (laughs) I was so mad that they didn't. She literally was like, no. And then they were, like, yelling at each other on the side of the road. I was like, this is giving Noah and Allie in the notebook. (laughs) Never watch the notebook. Don't look at me like that. It's not new. Can we watch it together? No. Why? I refuse. Why? Because. Why? I've already lived 27 years of my life not watching it. This is like me telling you no to watching uh, Studio Ghibli. No. You need to watch it with me. It is like an iconic romance movie based on a romance novel. Yeah. This is education that you missed out on okay? the only thing We're i know is like it. if you're a bird i'm a bird and i'm like oh, i got you yeah. okay but at the time that was super romantic I'm, if you're a bird i'm a bird and then they're like playing in the water i'll strangle you okay we're watching Ooh, it so sorry. you don't have a choice it's my birthday month uh, okay <laughs> i don't care <laughs> come on it's a classic rom. I was gonna say rom com. It's not a rom com. It's a romance. We have to watch it. I have never watched. 
Sorry, I've never watched Dear John. I've never watched The Vow. I've never watched. Why? Because I don't like them. Why? I just don't like. Them. If they, you haven't watched them, how do you know you don't like them? Because I watch other romance movies. And I don't like them. <laughs> You're being such a hater right now. I really don't like it. <laughs> like it's actually kind of pissing me off. The same thing. It's like I haven't watched Titanic. <laughs> Are you a real human? Are you an alien? Yeah. No, I legitimately do not want to watch Titanic because I'm like, they could have both been fine. Titanic, I can get past, but like, never it's shocking. Never let go, Jack. I mean, I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I, I think I have but to I like think, save I it. I think the notebook off. is more essential for like being a romance reader. Why are you growling at me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. That was a growl. You growled at me. It came out of my nose. Is that still a growl? Yeah. It's the noise. I thought it was a sigh. That's not what it sounded like. You were like. Hmm. No. Okay, bitch. Anyways, you're done growling at me. We're watching that. Um. Update. We'll give you an update if it actually happens. It will. Um, so now we find out that he's making furniture. He has his own business. Yes. He's like, and he finally figured out what he wanted to do with his life. Cause that was another thing. Let is me he tell didn't you. know what the fuck he was doing. Yes. I love the fact that he did not know what he was doing. I was just going to say that. I love the fact that she was like the golden girl that she like knew a plan, had a plan, was very smart, very brilliant. And then he had the exact opposite all throughout his life. And I like the fact that he just didn't have things together but he continued to keep trying and keep finding something because they're like 30 yeah and i'm coming up on 30 obviously as maddie fucking really pointed out earlier and so i just felt like i really resonated to that and not only that but also how harriet was like fuck being a doctor i don't want to do this i was like Oh my God, we are not alone. There are other people out there, even no, fictional it, people. I don't know why there's so much comfort, I think, in fiction. Because I guess I guess, with fiction, it makes you feel like sometimes, obviously, those worlds don't feel attainable, right? Mm-hmm. But like in this romance, it feels so hyper-realistic and having somebody who is a surgeon, who that's like prestige, right? Mm-hmm. You go through so much schooling, so much dedication, and so much. I mean, like, she's almost there. She's, yeah, she's at the almost at the finish line, and she says, "You know what? Fuck this!" and like throws it away to be a pottery artist. Like that, literally. I this is so gonna sound so fucking chuggy and gross, <laughs> but that was one of the like main, not main things, but a really like, I guess like the last. What is it? The last straw on the camel's back. The, the straw final. that broke the camel's back. Yeah. That I was like, you know what? I, I still have time to like kind of move my own trajectory. Of your life. Of my life and my like career into something more artistic. I mean, I am coming up on 27. So now I'm going to be in my later 20s. And hopefully by I'm 30, I'll be out of like corporate America. Yeah. And I think that's what I want to do. And I don't know why I never pursued that. And I mean... I say I don't know why I never did. I do know why. But I wish I would have believed in myself a little bit more and kind of like leaned into like my artistic abilities a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, is like in life, we are always taught to look at our weaknesses and like build on our weaknesses, right? But we're never taught to like look at our strengths, like what comes easy to us and build off of that. Because obviously if we're 
good at it and it comes easy to us why are we spending so much time and effort taking our weaknesses to the point to where our strengths are whenever we do nothing to like have those strengths you know what i mean Mm -hmm. we're not having to build these things so why why are we catering to the latter when we should be catering to the former so that way you you will never be able to be a well-rounded a well-rounded person why are we continuing like continuously advocating for that because like if you're building a team of people you need somebody who's a creative you need somebody who's a planner you need somebody who's an executor you need somebody who is a peacekeeper like you know what i mean you can't be all of those things in one person so why do we continuously like strive for that in the workplace when in reality we should be curating people's strengths and be like you're really 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 good at this continue to do this Jason over here is really, really good at organization. Why don't you continue to, like, he's going to help you organize things so that way this project gets done. You know what I mean? Like, play to your strengths and be that key person in that one area. Stop trying to be the all-around player because not everybody can and not everybody should be. And also, I just think that's an unrealistic thing to, like, you have to play to your strength. You play to your weaknesses. You become, like, the weakest link or whatever. You know what I mean? Anyways, that was my soapbox for the evening. I was going to (laughs) say, someone got passionate. Life lesson. Um, I actually heard something the other day about how what you're doing between the ages of like, I I can't remember the youngest age, but it was up until 19. Like what you spend your time doing, that's going to be like what you have the most success at. (laughs) And for me, that resonates because obviously I was doing photography from like age 13 until I have never stopped. And so now that's like where I've taken my career to or whatever. Um, But it makes me mad that I didn't stick with music because Mm -hmm. I I sang all through like high school and stuff or whatever, but I started to play guitar and then I stopped and I'm like, why did I fucking stop? Because I could be doing that right now too. It's just like what we're passionate about when we're young is important and like we shouldn't give that up. And like obviously Harriet wasn't passionate about this when she was young, but she like, she was so lost when she was young. So I love that she finds that as she's older and mm-hmm. she's like, fuck this shit. I'm pivoting. It's never too late. Yeah. And then also not only that, it's like I resonated with Harriet <clears throat> in that sense because coming from a family, a Mexican family, and being the oldest daughter, sometimes there was a lot of pressure of just fulfilling that role of being like, I remember my mom always telling me like, oh, I can only imagine you in a business suit or a lab coat. I'm like that's hard like especially whenever like growing up I was very much the daughter that wanted to please like to always be the best and like make my parents very very proud um as I've gotten older I've got I've had to kind of rework out of that you know to not put so much emphasis on my parents words as I've gotten older because I am my own person and now like they can't give me life advice I mean they can but like whenever you're 16 and you're asking your parents you know mom what should I do or like 12 or whatever 11 13 what should i do their opinion weighs a lot more because of course they've lived a lot more life more often than not then whenever you're like 26 your relationship changes between you know your parents and you yeah so i remember i felt like that too like something like stability and like money and like always is gonna have like a job security and stuff like you work hard then you are able to get like a lot you know you get your education then you get a good job sort of thing but that never factors in the fact I was like I always loved art whenever I was a kid loved it 
I love drawing. I love doing all those like different like projects. I've had art classes. I was doing art up until I got into high school and then I did art my last year and like I don't know why I didn't like keep with that. It was always so natural and I always enjoyed doing it. So mm-hmm. why? The bad thing is, is like whenever I was a kid, I did so many different things. I was in band. I was playing sports up until I was like from four to, I don't know, 19, you know, doing softball and volleyball and golf and swimming and like it was everything. So I like, I love that I was able to do everything, but sometimes I felt like my hobbies were everywhere. So it's like, what did I like the most, you know? Mm-hmm. Silence. I was just making sure you were finished. That's all. People hate that I do that sometimes. Yes. I I don't know why. I'm making sure that you're finished. That's all. The thing is, it's like... That's what it seems like. That's what it feels like. (laughs) What? (laughs) You're like... Okay. (laughs) That's a long pause. I'm just trying to be nice (laughs) you're not the only person who said that about me also sometimes i take a beat before i I start talking i know there ever since you've told me that there are times where i do ask you a question but i've been more conscious of it and knowing that you're on your phone i give you a second and usually you answer back to me also but but since ever since you told me that on my phone too but ever since you told me that i will wait a lot longer like for for a response yeah carly and aaron have both complained about it before and it still irks me but i do know that you the thing is is like i had like i said i've told you this in the past i was like usually whenever that would happen most of the time people weren't paying attention to me so i would tell them all of this huge story and then they'd be like wait what and they were on their phone most of the time or they were looking away or they were doing something else and it felt very invalidating because i like just poured out this entire story and they're like, wait, hold on, what happened? And it's like, never mind. Like, I explained everything to you. Yeah. And I don't want to have to do it over again. But you you honestly haven't done that. I feel like I don't do that too much, at least. No, the thing is, is like, you've obviously, whenever I ask you a question, I do get worried. Like, you didn't, you know, like, you didn't hear it. Mm-hmm. But, and I never know, like, when should I, like, ask it again? without being like answer like you know more demanding just right away be like yeah. stop being a fucking idiot <laughs> and i'll be like oh sorry <laughs> but there are times where i was like i'll wait uh, like you know a few heartbeats and then you look up and you're like oh let's do this and i'm like oh she didn't know or she did hear what i was saying so. i mean typically i paid attention i won't say i'm perfect at it but no i mean like i said that's just my I'm, experience it's just i, no, I just assume that. i do that to carly a lot Mm. and she'll be like hello and i'm like i'm gonna answer you just let me fucking breathe for a second and aaron used to get more frustrated i don't think he really cares anymore he sometimes there are times where both of our both of us are talking and then we'll ask you something and we're both looking at you And you look up and you're like, yeah, <laughs> that that's about how much like time. I think I, I have brain problems. <laughs> I think we both have brain problems in different ways. <laughs> I think I have brain problems. This one has like a lot of pauses in it for emphasis and I don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Y'all have been guinea pigs. Bro, this episode. Chaos. Um, 
Oh, that was so loud. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Chaos. <laughs> yeah, that was like demon. Yeah. Ooh. It's okay. I loved it. So is there anything else we want to talk about? Yeah, I have a couple oh, more things. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, That's I, actually the first time you're like, yes. So I was, I, re- I randomly wrote, this book is so heartbreaking. Fuck my life. But then the part where she is bargaining with the universe for him to get through his grief because she mm-hmm. doesn't know how to help him, mm-hmm. which is another thing that speaks to what we were saying before. Like, I feel like that was very valid. Like during this time that they like were having issues with communicating and not knowing how to navigate this. Because she was just like, if he can just get through it, then, like, and I don't know how to help him, but, like, then we can, like, go back to normal. And, like, she just kept waiting for it, and he kept waiting for her to, like, reach out, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then she was only crying about things when he, she was, he was asleep. But he knew she was crying because he wasn't actually, like, asleep and shit. And it was just, like, fuck me. Like, this book who, is hurting me. Also, it's like, you, who takes the first step? You know what I mean? Like, right. who takes... They were both waiting on each other. Yes. And that is what I'm like, who takes the initiative to be, like, to literally bear your heart out? Especially, like, for Harriet, be like, I don't know how to help you. Help me understand how I need to help you. Mm-hmm. And I think even if you were... She just said that. Yes. That would have cracked open everything. Yes. Because they were walking on eggshells between each other. Mm-hmm. And then he felt like he was bringing her down. And yes. she was pulling away because he wasn't fun anymore and he was like you know all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff and then he was super in his head of the fact that harriet wanted like she was harriet thought she was being like you know really easy about like oh we can just put it off like the wedding isn't important mm-hmm. or whatever and he thought like oh she doesn't want to get married to me like she doesn't want this anymore mm-hmm. whereas like she was saying it it's not important i want you to heal mm-hmm. first before like you were more like, important don't to worry me. about this other right. thing like We'll get married, we'll but get just, married like, focus on, on you. you. Yeah. And it was completely, if it, there had been more context, mm-hmm. he would have understood that she was saying that. She's like, no, I want you to, like, be in a place where you want to get married and, like, you're not grieving over your dad. Like, you know, obviously mm-hmm. just in a better, a better space. Mental space. And this is why people need to not worry about being embarrassed so much. Like, yeah, I definitely do it, but I feel like. You just can't be, like, chill about stuff like that. You no. have to just say, fuck it. If I embarrass myself, I embarrass myself. But I, also I can't live with myself if I don't, essentially. Because yeah. the regret's going to be way worse. I think I've gotten like that as I've gotten older. But I think... Th- I don't think we're equipped with, like, the right tools nor mindset to, like, be able to do that when we're younger. And yeah. I definitely think but that's a learned skill. I was about to say, I was like, I think that's a very learnable skill. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not, it's not talked about a lot. And I don't think it's also like emphasized a lot. Like mm-hmm. that is very much a key aspect in communicating is like not being embarrassed on how to communicate and like being honest and like owning up to the fact that you don't know something. And you can say, maybe I'm not doing this right. And you can tell me if you need something else. But, like, here's how I feel. Like, meet me halfway. And I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's also, like, there's a lot of scary anxiety tension that's really surrounds that. Because, like, what if they get, like, blow up and they get mad because I don't know, like, how to, like, talk to them and stuff. Like, you know. You then know, that's not the right person. It is not you, the right person. If you're coming out of, like, a good space and, like, But that's also scary, that. too. Because, like. They may not be, like, emotionally mature enough because it's a very emotional, mature, like, process. Yeah. So, 
you know, and that's hard. And I think, again, I don't think that's, that's not, not learnable for like, especially like teens and really young adults, like going in, you know, early like college and stuff. I feel like that would be so helpful had I known how to like Mm -hmm. approach these things and also to help understand like what I was going through or like why I was feeling this stuff. Cause I could always like pinpoint things why other people were wrong like upset or sad and then i could never do that like internally identifying your own feelings is really difficult identifying where they came from like why am i upset why am i crying like mm-hmm. i shouldn't be crying but you know i failed the test or whatever you know what yeah. i mean so so then we finally find out they they allude to the breakup a couple of times how it was just like a four minute phone call yeah and for kept off, going that's back to so that. fucked up but then we that finally is. find out like the reality of what happened with that mm-hmm. guy who kissed her yeah and she calls when like sobbing like he can't, whatever, I can't he did that and yeah. he uses that essentially as an excuse to like end things with her and she's just like shook because then he sends her shit back like the next day like overnight that shit i was like oh my okay i that understand kinda- why she would be so angry and like so horribly upset by that yeah and not healed at all no in any way shape or form no five months seems like a long time but it's really not no and she did hook up with someone but she said it was just like the worst thing ever yeah and that all she could like think about was when i felt like yeah i was like that sucks like how cutthroat do you have to be in such like to just in that four call like just use that and she's literally like pouring your heart out she's like he kissed me i didn't want it like i only want you know Mm -hmm. you know trying to tell her like Basically, she's, like, tattling on herself, essentially, like, of what happened. Not yeah. tattling, but, like, trying just to explain being honest. being honest. And he's, like, this is my chance. She's, like, you know, this isn't working out. You want to see other people buy and, like, hung up. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, I don't know if I could take somebody back that way. That's tough. It is tough. It's tough. They both just fucked up so many times that, and, like, they, they both really love did. each other so much that I, like, totally see why they could work through it and get back together whatever it's Mm -hmm. just communication and like meeting each other halfway like talking about what they need from each other like that's not hard to do once you start it i promise it's not it's scary at first yeah for sure it's daunting but you would be surprised at like what how much your brain works up on like works up on those issues and mm -hmm. like makes them 10 times more than also then um so we talk about how it's a roller coaster and she goes i think it's one last i love you Instead of, like, we're going to fix on uh-huh. our shit. Mm-hmm. She's saying, like, this weekend is a last I love you. Like, we're going to hook up. We're, it's going to be closure. I was like, this is- my heart stopped. <laughs> my heart stopped. I was like, you can't do this to me. I will not emotionally recover. <coughs> so sorry. My throat just got, my voice just got caught. My throat. <laughs> <coughs> That sounded so funny in the, in the I'm so sorry, you guys. This is a not so episode. <laughs> it's love it. Yeah. Um Live Love Love. And I I literally wrote, I think it's one last I love you, the next line, I wanna throw up. <laughs> so I that was, just did. I just love that though. It's like one last I love you. It just that is where like the poeticism comes in with her writing. And it's just mm-hmm. it's just and then they hook up and then the next morning is the big friend argument mm-hmm. where they finally hash everything out and like figure out two that. of the friends ran off and so harry has to go chase down chloe and then they have to go chase down sabrina 
yeah sabrina was yeah. and they're all going through their own shit and yeah. none of them are coming to each other about it so they're also fucking slacking on the communication yeah literally hiding that you're pregnant and i was like Woof, that's a lot especially with your friends like your really really close yeah. friends it'd be different if it's like you don't know you know people really well or like you're kind of like associate like you know acquaintances yeah. sort of thing. i mean i get waiting until like three months or whatever but also like if it's like my friends i probably would I know. Yeah. It's just like this book is a lesson in what not to do communication wise and how to fix it going forward <laughs> in friendships and relationships. For sure. For sure. Um, let's see. Uh, she, so they drop her off at the airport and they like said their goodbyes or whatever mm-hmm. i was like when is not what there the fuck because is she left him in the morning mm-hmm. she's like she wanted to just remember him as like what it was not she was never really good at goodbyes she wanted to be a goodbye mm-hmm. and i'm she's sitting there and she's like what the fuck am i doing i'm like yes bitch yes bitch and she's like about to run out of the it's airport like the rocky like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he comes running into the little airport or whatever and i was just like oh <laughs> singing the Um, choir and then again i was like if they don't end up together like literally at that moment even he's like are you sure like you can't leave your life blah blah blah. i'm like she's telling you she wants to fucking move to wyoming for you stupid bitch listen to her i know i'm like when like stop being like Like, this martyr she's not just going there for you like he's like you can't come here for me and she's like i literally hate my life let me fucking come live with you. It'll make like, me happy. Let me fucking escape. Give me this. She had to explain to him, like, I've been wanting to quit my program for, like, ever before we even broke up, essentially. And it's just been scary. But that's, that's also why. hard to live with. Like, if as a partner, like, you don't want that held over you. Like, oh, well, should, yeah. you know, ain't nobody should. But, like, of course, that's a thought that comes into your mind. You're like, I was the one to, like, bring you here bring you here i know because he was having that issue with her Mm -hmm. because he just followed her but he didn't really resent her he resented himself for like just not pulling his weight figuring his shit out essentially Mm -hmm. on time and like putting it on her and she's like i want like they both just want to be there for each other and then neither of them oh my god it's just ridiculous anyways Mm. um uh, and then he says like he said it or she said i don't remember i'm telling you it's not home unless you're there i love you in every universe and then they're in wyoming together living happily ever after my dream (laughs) i'm not kidding they are living my dream life they are they are she's living my dream job yeah i would how fun would it be to like just open a little pottery studio in wyoming and just how fun would it be to have generational wealth (laughs) that too (laughs) I thought about that many times. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Although we talk about, they talk about how like she doesn't have that per se. Yeah. Like her parents got pregnant and then they didn't end up going into the jobs they wanted. And so they don't have that much money. The and so mom. that was another reason why. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that mom. was another reason she the was afraid mom. to quit school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk mom about the mom. Piss me the fuck off sometimes. Mm-hmm. I was like. You can't have, like, whenever she was telling her that she just didn't see it between her and Wynn, I was like, damn. That's yeah. fucking cold hearted. Because she was projecting. She really was projecting. She's like, I don't want you to become, like, 
he's going to want something from you that you can't give to him. And you're like, how do you know like what your daughter wants to give and can't give? Like, come to find out at the very end, whenever she tells her parents that she doesn't want to be a doctor anymore, they literally have like a fucking meltdown. They're like, we're going to come there and like, we're going to make like make you change your mind. Like, don't do anything rash. Like, right, and they've never come have, to visit her before. Yeah. Like, how, like, how desperate do you, do you become that you live in your own like children's like worlds? You know what I mean? Like, that's how you give like meaning to your own life sort of thing it's like damn that sucks but good for her standing up to them she's like no i did it that's my decision i don't want to do this this is what it is you can come visit in a few weeks when everything's died down but i don't want to see you and mm-hmm. i was like love she, you harriet yeah she stepped it up at the end and i love that they come to visit her in wyoming yes they were a little hesitant but then they end up being in the like pottery like studio or whatever and having a good time mm-hmm. i was like yeah bitch Anyways, I love this book, and now I want to re-listen <laughs> to it. I might do that this week. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've been re-listening. I don't know how you do it. Because I'm I have a million hours to listen to books. That's Yeah, but I'm like, also at the same time, I'm like, I can't. Some days I can't listen to books. I'm like, my brain needs to just shut off and listen to, like, music or mm. the same Parks and Rec-, Rec episode I've seen 10 million times. That's also, I can't do that either. Like, people ask me, they're like, do you have a comfort show that you just know? I was like, yeah, it was Spongebob when I was a kid. And, like, now I think the closest thing that I could have to it is probably Naked and Afraid. Mm. I'm not even fucking kidding you. Put Naked and Afraid on. Love Naked and Afraid. I mean, everyone has a different one. But it's, like, something that I know, but so I don't have to pay me, attention to. But it took me so long to figure out what it was. I was like, I don't have one. I don't have now Vampire Diaries, now Parks of Rec, not New Girl. Like, nothing All that I'm, mine. like. Yeah, I know. And I was like, I have nothing that I'm, like can watch that 70s show and just like tune out yeah well you also i mean the job that i have what i do at home also is editing so like i had to find like something else i can't just sit in the silence and stare at a photo for you know yeah i think because i have the job I mean, I slash hobby i do that's but I why also i have, have music that. i listen to music and you know podcasts and stuff like that gives my brain entertainment i listened to like 10 different albums this week already damn so i i have to vary through all of it Mm. that's fair i go on sprees where i listen to a lot of books sprees where i listen to a lot of music gotcha just depends on how my brain is how unhealthy or healthy it is (laughs) oh yeah love you i think i I listened to a book, I finished a book yesterday slash today. Like, mm-hmm. I listened to it in the last two days. It was cause, called A Deal with the Elf King. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, ha- it was giving Hades and Persephone. Mm-hmm. And it was also giving Akatar. Love. But less intense, because it was a standalone. It was a nice little one. It was a graphic audio, too. So, like, I got, like, the full cast and the oh, sounds and everything. Those are my Love favorite. That. Yes. I wish you could kind of like see like prefer like see if they have like a full cast and stuff. I think you can. I wonder if you can like look up graphic audio novels. I'm sure you can. And sort by that because I would listen to more of those. Oh yeah. That they're even out of my comfort zone because they're so much more like (coughs) engaging. Yes, engaging and vivid Mm -hmm. like my head. But anyways, all right. I don't have anything else to add to this. Me either. This episode's been long and kind of crazy. Yeah, it has. So. What's our next episode? Firekeeper's Daughter. Firekeeper's Daughter. Um, That was supposed to be, I think, last week. 
Are you double checking? Yeah, I'm looking at our schedule. So, <clears throat> Happy Place was supposed to be the first episode of this month. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, today was supposed to be a darker shade of magic. So we have to do Firekeeper's Daughter and a darker shade of magic still. <laughs> and then we have next month. Oh, good. Oh, good. What's next month? Um, Icebreakers, Throne of Glass, Gathering of Shadows, Mistborn. Well, honestly, we've already read Icebreakers. Mm-hmm. So we could actually record that. Mm-hmm. <gasps> but we also need to record the episode. I know, but we won't be behind behind. Like, we can catch up. We have a few weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Anyways, we love you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> no, okay, sorry, well, we make no sense half the time. <laughs> I'm not sorry about it. They love us for it. Maddie said what she said. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we need to go. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.